You might have heard Louisville is supposedly quite haunted. But did you know that Kentucky as a whole is a hotbed of eerie events? UFO sightings, odd things raining down from the heavens, unexplained occurrences. WFBL arts and culture reporter Stephanie Wolf was curious. So she called up Nathan Isaac, host of the paranormal podcast Penny Royal, and Kyle Cadell, who curates the International Paranormal Museum in Somerset in south-central Kentucky. He was also a producer on the podcast. First of all, why paranormal and why paranormal stuff in Kentucky? Kyle, why don't you start? Well, ever since I was a little kid, I have always been very into, you know, imagination and what if and what else is out there. Like growing up, my favorite shows were like Unsolved Mysteries and Star Trek and X-Files, different things like that. And it wasn't really until ghost hunting shows like reality shows started coming out in like the early 2000s and before I thought, well, maybe I'll try this. And I just love the idea of what else could be out there still as an adult, like what the world's made of and what is reality and what makes reality reality and what makes things outside of reality, you know? Uh, For me, you know, so much of this has been about uh, collecting folklore. I grew up in Eastern Kentucky in uh, you know Appalachia, and, and stories were always you know, folklore is central to life there. And definitely, when we moved to Somerset, and I began to collect stories, there were so many strange ones. We got into some of those strange stories, including an incident in Olympia Springs, Kentucky, when in 1976, meat began to fall from the sky. It happened over like a 50 by 100 square foot like area, and it fell for about 10 minutes. There's a family out there making soap, and for about 10 minutes, just this meat substance fell from the sky. There was enough of it that like them and several neighbors that came over all took samples, sent it to several places. Unfortunately, the original ones were preserved in glycerin because I assume because they were ma- in the middle of making soap that's what they had to preserve and that's not the best preservation uh, media so a lot of the samples have like degraded enough at the point but uh, Transylvania's I think that and some of the other ones that like went to reputable scientific sources like they quickly like preserved them a lot better and so you can still find these today so definitely happened you know <laughs> yeah yeah you know when I interviewed Dan Dutton uh, who's a large part of, of the podcast. He's a very famous Kentucky artist. Dan is uh, a native of Pulaski County here. Uh, his family has been here for a very, very long time on the same farm. On that farm, the Duttons uh, and surrounding families um, had numerous stories of in the 1930s to 1940s of fish, frog, meat falls, things falling on Highway 39. Kyle, my most pressing curiosity for you is about the Hopkinsville Goblins. It was in August of 1955 in a small little, I guess, hamlet called uh, Kelly, which is a community 10 minutes outside of uh, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, which is in western Kentucky. A uh, family had a farmhouse uh, at the time. There's no uh, running water in the farmhouse, and they had several uh people from out of town. So the house, I think it had like 11 people in it, 
uh, when this occurrence happened. So that's 11 eyewitnesses. But one of the members of the family went outside to the well to get some drinking water and saw a like almost burning orange UFO fly over the property and it looked like it landed in the woods. And um, within an hour or so, less than an hour, a little about two or three foot tall creature that now is known as a goblin um, looks very similar to a gray alien like your uh, you know standard idea of a gray alien except it has big floppy ears and um, these like yellow eyes and the first idea that the family had was to grab their guns and start shooting at these things one of them hit it with a rifle uh, the first time like one of the creatures and it like made what they called a sound like a tin can rattling it like tumbled backwards a few feet, but still kept on coming. So it appeared to be like bulletproof, you know. Thus ensued an hours long shootout with the goblins, Cadell said, after which the family reported the alien like creatures to the sheriff's department. Authorities went to investigate. At one point, one of the police found uh, a glowing viscous uh, or like slimy material that they saw in the in the grass but the viscosity of it was too, like, it seemed just to dissipate completely when they picked it up and tried to collect a sample of it. Those creatures are never seen since then in the area. A lot of people thought that they might have went into the caves. And I don't know if you said this, but that's where the phrase little green men comes from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though originally they were, uh, they called them gray creatures. All, All the eyewitnesses called them gray. Uh, like one of the newspaper writers wrote that uh, it was little green men that attacked. And so the rest is history there. That's a huge part of pop culture, you know. I asked why there had been so many bizarre and unexplained happenings in these parts of Kentucky. One theory, Isaac says, is something called the Kentucky Anomaly. So NASA identified, um, these are these are from uh, satellite imaging in the late 1970s, early 1980s. They discovered an anomaly in Kentucky and Tennessee, but it centers on, uh, of all places, Pulaski County, here where Somerset is. Uh, another one is in Sedona, Arizona, which has uh, a, you know, a large number of sightings, VFOs, a lot of strange stuff there as well. And the one in Kentucky, the Kentucky anomaly, it's so strong that it actually affects the surface gravity I mean, it's, it's not like it's noticeable to us, but it is something that, you know, it is an anomaly. The reason we sort of got into the research with it is, you know, there are a lot of people see a lot of strange things here the same way in, that the people see things in Sedona. And so there's this idea of could the, you know, geomagnetic uh, intensity here be affecting people's brains. Do you two believe all of these spooky Kentucky legends? Like, I, I like to think about that there's, the overall picture that we have of reality is formed by the things that don't fit into it. You know, I can't tell you for sure that there's a dog man running around and land between the lakes killing tourists or not, but I think that there is something weird happening, you know, and that it absolutely will manifest itself in different ways to different people. Some of the stuff we found absolutely happened. It's well-documented, you know, you know, something did happen. And then there are other things that didn't happen. Was it misinterpreted? But, you know, it still becomes part of the folklore. 
right? It's there's still a, a reason for why people believe it or want to believe it. 